And what do we think about when we talk about lifestyle change? Well, we break it down into diet and exercise. So first we'll talk about the role of diet and weight loss. To start the conversation, we should briefly address what are macronutrients. So I'm sure you all have heard about macronutrients. They are carbohydrates, protein, and fats. And these are vital nutrients your body uses in the largest amounts for energy. Fiber and water are also very important to the body, but they don't have calories, so they're not considered macronutrients. Micronutrients, on the other hand, we use in smaller amounts, and those are things like minerals and vitamins. And so the question I always get, and I'm sure you get, or you may yourself wonder, is do macronutrient-focused diets work? So do things like the keto diet, is that superior to something like the Ornish diet or the paleo diet? And the resounding answer is no. Macronutrient composition does not affect weight loss. And so this has been proven time and time again through many randomized control trials, as well as meta-analyses that have summarized the data. But over and over again, for decades at this point, we've seen through research that there's no macronutrient diet that's better than another when it comes to weight loss. And so what does this mean? What should you be doing in terms of your diet if you're trying to lose weight or help someone in your life lose weight? The overall goal is some type of calorie reduction. And we give a general rule of thumb of if you decrease your calories by about 500 calories a day from what you're doing, you should be able to lose about one pound a week. Now that's not going to be the case for everyone, but that is a sort of a simple equation to start. The key is over someone's lifetime, weight cycling can be very harmful. So we want to create sustainable lifestyle changes. So the diet for someone that they should be on is the diet that they can adhere to the longest because we don't wanna promote weight loss that's not sustainable because every time you lose weight, your metabolism slows down permanently. If you go back to how you were eating before, you'll gain weight and probably more than you had initially been because your metabolism is now slower. And we see that in weight cycling throughout someone's lifetime, they probably gain more weight and at a higher weight than they would have been if they had never dieted in the first place. And that's really related to that slowing of metabolism. Another big key when it comes to diet is portion control is key. This is a really great way to help people reduce calories. We wanna prioritize non-starchy vegetables, lean proteins, and high fiber carbohydrates. So the way I think about it and talk about it with my patients is based on an image like this, which is the Harvard Healthy Eating Plate. And so you can think of your plate as your two hands put together. One hand should be non-starchy vegetables, and those can be prepared any way you want. Baked, sauteed, raw in the form of a salad, grilled, really anything but deep fried. And if you are cooking it, you wanna make sure you measure out the fat to about a tablespoon, and ideally it would be a healthy oil. When it comes to protein, your serving should be about the size of a deck of cards or your palm. 
And your starch should be something that's minimally processed and really high in fiber. And you wanna keep that to about the size of a cup or the size of your fist. And then the third bit to promote a healthy lifestyle is to really focus on fresh and minimally processed foods. We know that as foods become more processed, they lose their natural nutrients and they gain more calories from things like sugar and unhealthy fats. So the more we can eat foods that look like we could go outside and get on our own, the better it's going to be both for weight loss, but also just for overall health and well-being. Uh, so in terms of exercise guidelines, the American College of Sports Medicine and the CDC have joint guidelines which recommend 150 minutes of moderate intensity per week for aerobic activity and then strength training twice a week. The key here is that these guidelines are to prevent weight gain in adulthood. These are not guidelines to promote weight loss. So can we exercise alone to promote weight loss? Do we really need to focus on nutrition so much? I hear this question a lot. And the reason is because exercise creates a negative energy expenditure state. And if all we're trying to do is reduce our calorie intake by 500 calories a day, why can't we just do that through exercise to lose weight? We know that this just does not work. So studies have shown, and we'll go through some of the information, but the studies show that exercise alone does not promote weight loss. And we aren't exactly sure why, but there are theories about metabolic and psychologic compensation to exercise that makes it harder to lose weight. So when we look at studies looking at just aerobic exercise, when someone's doing the 150 minutes of aerobic exercise a week, there's no weight loss. And that's even for someone who is going from no exercise to the 150 minutes a week. We do start to see meaningful amounts of weight loss when people approach 300 minutes of exercise a week. And how can we think about that? Well, that's about an hour a day for five days a week. So if someone is able to exercise pretty hard for an hour a day, five days a week, that's when we start to see weight loss. The challenging part with this, however, is that time is usually one of the biggest barriers for our patients. And so if we're able to devote some of that energy to nutrition and some of that energy to exercise, we'll see a lot more weight loss. So it's better to try and focus on those early stages on optimizing nutrition and health that way and building up the exercise piece over time. And then what about anaerobic exercise? If we're lifting weights and building our muscle mass, can we preserve our metabolism and lose weight? Well, the studies are resounding that it's very, very challenging and unlikely to have any body weight loss with anaerobic exercise on its own. When it comes to maintaining weight loss, so keeping off the weight you lose after that year, we know that exercise plays an integral role here, and we want patients to be doing activity 200 minutes to 300 minutes a week. So it's important to build up those skills and start carving out that time. But again, it's more important in the maintenance phase rather than that active initial weight loss time. However, exercise has great health benefits. So besides weight loss, we see improvements in insulin sensitivity, blood pressure, and cardiorespiratory fitness, regardless of whether or not someone loses weight. So exercise is good, 
The point of this is not to say we should ignore exercise, but the point is more that exercise alone has minimal impact on initial weight loss. It's super critical for keeping the weight off, and it's also good for your overall health. So if we're trying to pick one thing to focus on early on, let's pick diet. But if someone loves to be active or it really energizes them and motivates them, you should harness that as well. But just be mindful that the nutrition piece is also key. And we can't let go of the nutrition piece if we're really trying to focus on weight loss. So to summarize this big section of lifestyle change, diet and calorie reduction are key to initial weight loss. But no macronutrient diet is superior for weight loss. The key is sticking to the diet you can maintain for the longest amount of time. We do not want to promote weight cycling because in the long term, that can promote more weight gain. And what do we want to eat? Well, we really want to focus on eating fiber-rich and minimally processed foods. And exercise is great, it has amazing health benefits, and it's key for maintenance of weight loss, but on its own, it may not contribute to initial weight loss.